UX Podcast Episode 174. Hello and welcome to this very special edition of UX Podcast. My name is Jonas Söderström. I will share this unique and festive Christmas special UX Podcast, which has been transformed to a game of just a UX Minute. This is the show where four UX professionals will try to keep talking for a full minute about a topic, a UX topic, of course, that I will present to them. If you're not familiar with the British original version, our Swedish listeners may recognize this as the su- Swedish version of Paul Minuten. Yes. And I'll explain the very simple rules in a few minutes. Uh, but first, I have the great pleasure to introduce the performers today. Of course, we have the original UX podcasters. James Royal Lawson. Hello. Hello there. Hi. Do I press my buzzer yet? No. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and Per Axbom. Hello. Hello there, there. Who have kindly invited me to chair this session of Christmas madness. <laughs> yes. And we're also joined by the brilliant Lena Furberg. Hello. Hello. Thank and you. the equally talented Jane Rafino. Hello. Hello. Please welcome all four of them. Woo! Yes. And, and as you might hear, this show is recorded with a lovely live audience. Of, of three, um, of which one is a dog, but famously nobody can tell that on the internet anyway. So, Well, listeners, I wish you could see the studio here. It's so wonderful. There are Christmas lights everywhere. There are There's a log on the fire. Everyone is dressed up nicely. Per Axbom has his famous Santa costume on. You told um, me that wasn't a costume. Yeah. And I'm, well, and I'm dressed purely as a James, um, famed for his baking, of course, if you follow me on Instagram, has his traditional Swedish gingerbread man costume on. It's Lucia yeah. today, so it's yes, quite appropriate. Lucia. And we have the Lucia, of course. Santa Lucia. Lena are dressed as Santa Lucia. And Jane, I think um, you're dressed as the ghost of Christmas past, or? Yeah, I yes. like to remind you of all of your failures. Good. <laughs> we all need that. <laughs> Uh, I'm regretting this now. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Tell me, James, this is your idea from the beginning, isn't it? Uh, Yes. Yes. What on earth were you thinking? For a few years now, I've been trying to convince Per that it would be a good idea for us to have a UX panel show. And, And eventually, despite many, many, many times saying no to me, he gave in and said, yes, we'll do it. And here we are today. Brilliant. Yes. And we should begin. But before we begin, I'll explain the rules. Uh, these performers, these UX professionals, will try to speak for exactly one minute on a UX subject that I will give them. They must do that without hesitation, repetition or deviation. And the other players can challenge at any time they wish. And if I uphold the challenge, they gain a point and take over the microphone and the subject to try their luck. If the challenge isn't correct, the speaker keeps the subject and gains a point. 
and whoever is speaking as the minute is over gains a point. Clear to everyone? Yes? Yeah. Yes. yes. Yep. Uh, and you can repeat you can repeat the words in the topic. There. Uh, you should also be aware that there are slight differences between the British and the Swedish versions here. Uh, the British topics are generally more sensible, shorter, understated. <laughs> Typically one, British. One might, one might say mundane or pedestrian. <laughs> it's like a single word, for example, infraction design. Uh, the topics in, in the Swedish version, on the other hand, they are bizarre, outrageous, um, might be risk, or rather reeking of sex. This is Sweden, after all. <laughs> uh, and form the beginning of a story like, when Dr. Guillotine asked me for advice on user testing. Um, since this is an English-speaking podcast based in Sweden, uh, we will do a mix of both. We will start with the simpler British topics as a warm-up, and then we move on to the fuller and more challenging Swedish kind of topics. So, uh, so just one more thing. We will now identify the performer's individual buzzers, and you press the buzzer when you challenge someone. So let's hear Lena, your buzzer. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Lovely, yes. And James, please. That is supposed to be... It's a cow. Cow, yeah. I guess, yes. Pad, please. <laughs> and Obviously a horse. Obviously a horse. <laughs> and Jane, uh, what about your buzzer? My, I mean, my buzzer... Well, my buzzer doesn't work. It doesn't work? No. Well, how do we solve this? So I, when the buzzer didn't work, I, I taught my dog to bark. Okay. He didn't bark before today. <laughs> There he goes. Far, far, far. You also Good. taught him to make a little clicky noise. I make, Just, yeah. I that's did. incredible. I, these lamb treats are pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> so without further ado, I will give you the first subject. And I will give that to Jane. Uh, the subject, which uh, the topic which I would like you to speak on for one minute is intranets I remember. One minute starting now. The trouble with intranets is that most people think that an internal system for their company should be built with Microsoft software. And the problem with this Seattle-based... Repetition of problem? Oh. I was about to buzz for that as well. Okay. We, we grant you that, yes. So one point for James, and you get the subject. Intranets I remember. 41 seconds starting now. I have often woken up in the middle of the night, sweating profusely, remembering all of the intranets I have worked with during my years as a UXer. These are terrible things. Many times these monstrosities have bubbled back up into that inner vision and I don't know what to do with it to get away, to get those monsters out. Uh, repetition of to get. <sighs> That's correct. Correct challenge. And the subject goes back to Jane, who also gets a point. Intranets, I remember, 18 seconds starting now. The problem with all of the intranets that I remember is that every single solitary last one is, as James has already said, a month. 
Yes. Well, if I've already said it, it's repetition. I wasn't going to repeat you. <laughs> but I've already said it. <laughs> uh, actually, I think that's a virtual and imaginary repetition. Oh. So I deny you that challenge. So the point goes to Jane and you continue the subject of internets. I remember one second starting now. They're terrible. And... Oh, wow. <laughs> Excellent. Amazing. Thank you. <laughs> that's another point for Jane. Yes. Oh. Yeah. So Good. who's in the lead, Jonas? Well, that's the difference between the Swedish and the British ver- version too, actually. In the British version, they reveal the score after each round, but they don't do that in the Swedish version. And since I'm the judge here, you will be kept in the dark. How? Until. How? Mr. He's tough, <laughs> isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So, second topic. Per. Yes. Topic for an experienced interaction designer and uh, I would like you to speak one minute on the topic of I miss multimedia starting now I miss multimedia so much uh, I remember when I did flash interfaces working for Ericsson repetition of I no. uh, it's uh, we, we allow the smallest words mm-hmm. I will not punish you with a point so Per will keep the subject but he won't get the point so please continue 51 seconds I miss multimedia I designed an interface where there were rockets uh, (laughs) and there we have a challenge Hesitation. Hesitation. And quite, bullshit. Quite, quite <laughs> hesitant. Well, the bullshit was sort of part of the story, okay. I think. So a, t- that, a tip for everyone. Don't look, in, look into James's face as you're talking. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, not like I've so. got demonic eyes or anything. <laughs> yeah. So point, a point for Pav for um, correct challenge, and you take over the topic. Um, I miss multimedia. 44 seconds starting now. I miss multimedia because you can't possibly have enough media. And back in the day, we were all multimedia people of this, that, and the other. Um, I once was... I once... Oh. <laughs> Leona, Hesitation, please. sir. Definitely a hesitation. It was more than hesitation. You... I completely collapsed. <laughs> <laughs> and you get a point. And you get to start the subject on I Miss Multimedia with 30 seconds to go, starting now. As a baby sister, I miss multimedia since it was the only time that my big brother and I had those moments where we sat down together and chill out and were friends because otherwise we were like a cat and a dog. But uh, together with multimedia, we had this beautiful time that we spent as uh, darn it. <laughs> oh, so close. James was first there. Yeah, for hesitation. For hesitation. I, I think you that's a little harsh. So since um, <laughs> English isn't Lena's uh, oh. mother tongue, <laughs> I will um, give the topic back to Lena. So oh, you have six so seconds so All right. um, <laughs> to finish the sub- subject on I Miss Multimedia starting now. Well, mostly we played the Amiga 500 with my favorite uh, program Super Frog, and it was about. Oh, oh man! Yes, ah, excellent. <sighs> score for that. A score for that, Fulina. <laughs> Good. Not that we're taking this seriously. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even competitive. Competitive. competitive so I don't no. know what this is. <laughs> I'm not either. It's weird how it gets kind of brought yeah. out of you with these kind of <laughs> situations. Third topic, and I will we'll give that to James. 
Stop. Oh, God. My turn so? to start. <laughs> oh, dear. So you get the topic, hamburger menus, yummy. <laughs> starting, one minute starting now. Don't get me started on hamburger menus. Hamburger menus are one of those things that we've talked about so many times on UX Podcast. It gets my blood boiling. I don't think they're yummy at all. I couldn't possibly eat one. But if I did eat one... Oh, oh, eat one. Yeah, I, I, ate, I ate two. <laughs> he ate twice, yes. yes uh, so that's repetition, yes. Couldn't possibly eat a third one. And the point goes one. to Jane. So you get to continue the subject on hamburger menus... Yummy. 42 seconds starting now. The thing about hamburger menus and their yumminess is that hamburger menus are one of those things that if you work in UX or in any form of design, you are required to have some kind of incredibly strong opinion about them in order to gain legitimacy in the field. It's sort of like having to be... <laughs> challenge. I say hesitation. Yes, um, that I would say that's correct. So you get a point, and you get the topic: hamburger menus, yummy. Nineteen seconds starting now. I agree with Jane. You always have to have an opinion about hamburger menus, but we talk too little about the hamburger itself. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, that was an incorrect challenge. <laughs> What that would mean is a point for me. I that means yeah. a point you for get, I just wanted challenge. to give you a point because you agreed with me. You can have, you can have, you can have one of my dog's lamb treats as well. If you want. So that's lovely. Jane. Yes, I, I want to agree with him as well. Can I? Can I have a treat? No. Oh. Hey, don't give away points. This is, this is, I'm, I'm very, I'm very full from my. I think my, we my have to eat me. I, I think we have the expression in you. Or in the business of eating your own dog food? Is that what you're doing right now? <laughs> I'm eating someone else's dog food. <laughs> you're literally so stealing it out of my rescue dog's mouth. That's you're correct. I'm really am down to the core. Out of the boss's <laughs> mouth. Um, so uh, it's uh, Pars' uh, topic again, and you have nine seconds to explain hamburger menus. Yummy. Because we don't really talk about the kebab menu enough, as well as the hamburger. Because that. Damn, I had nine seconds! <laughs> That's. <laughs> there was a challenge in the last second. Oh my god. <laughs> points for all, like Oprah. <laughs> you get a point. You get a lamb tree. You get a lamb tree. I'm not sure who was first there, actually. Who wants a lamb tree? It's it was James. Consensus. James was quickest there. So your point <laughs> was. Your challenge was? He um, <laughs> hesitated, fell over. I think you sort of hesitated. On, on <laughs> I hesitated on my challenge. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll like grant you that. I'll, I'll grant you that. <laughs> and you have the topic of hamburger menus yummy for one second. They're not at all yummy. They never have been. Repetition of they. Uh, I, I, Is that a small word as well? Um. I did. No, that I, th I think that's. Can I get a list? I th <laughs> no, I think that's okay. I think I mean, I'm not the chair, but I think that's okay. Uh, actually, to the second the was, over. was over. So, so. Oh, so you had a buzzer malfunction. Um, I no, think. Th went. I think the the oh. air horn was drowned out by oh, the okay. cockerel, <laughs> <laughs> which is sort of strange, but uh, <laughs> that's a fact. So, I would like you to speak uh, on prototyping for one minute, starting. 
prototyping is my favorite part of this business. When people gather to create stuff to for design and for the web, and they have these meetings where gender and our backgrounds doesn't matter because anyway, anyone has a part of communicating with each other to experience, tell the- I was, I would say hesitation. Uh, yes, I think that's mm. right. Hesitation. Right. <laughs> so a point for Pat mm. on the fourth uh, topic. And you have 34 seconds for prototyping starting now. The one thing we don't seem to be able to agree on when it comes to prototyping is what is prototyping. It could be just pencils, sketches drawn on paper. It could be something done in HTML. <laughs> a challenge. Mm-hmm. It could be it repetition. Could be. It was repetition. It just no. He's actually. Uh, it's challenged from James and a correct one. So James get a point, and you have twenty seconds for prototyping. Starting now. I like prototyping with my pen and paper, sketching, or even on the whiteboard, just diving into a meeting room, whipping out my instruments I make marks with, and squiggling all over the whiteboard. <laughs> That hesitation and repetition of whiteboard. I I thought that (laughs) challenge was long overdue. (laughs) And I think it was Jane's challenge that that finally made it to to (laughs) finally made it to the surface. So, Jane, you have the topic of prototyping, and you have six seconds starting now. My favorite material with which to make prototypes is food. The best type of... And that's a minute. And the point is Jane's. We'll move on directly to the next topic. Thank you. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And it's actually back to Jane, who will start this topic. Uh Uh-oh. We're Uh, starting with the... And it's slightly more elaborate. I wish Apple had not discontinued the round mouse. One minute starting now. There are many things that I wish Apple had never done. One of those things is discontinuing the round mouse. When I used a round mouse, it fit snugly into my hand, and it was one of the... Leona, challenge. Hesitation. Definitely a hesitation, yes, there. So, <laughs> point for Leona. And you have the topic of, I wish Apple had not discontinued the round mouse for 37 seconds to go, starting now. Because it was so comfortable to hold and to have and to give my children to play with at Christmas Eve. <laughs> and everybody was just allowed to pass it forward to the next generation until (laughs) (laughs) I think I heard a cow I think I lost the track (laughs) I I might have heard a cow though James um, an heirloom mouse the the paws had long enough to inherit the round mouse (laughs) yes we were were all several generations not a creature was stirring (laughs) except the round mouse (laughs) several generations had passed away already the Christmas of the future where the round mouse was still there. <laughs> so, James, please. Uh, I wish Apple had not discontinued the round mouse. 19 seconds starting now. 
I have no idea what the round mouse is or when Apple discontinued it because I'm not an Apple person. I've never owned an Apple thing in my life, which is actually a lie because I have an iPad 2 at home, which nowadays doesn't really do much at all because I updated it by accident to the latest OS. And after that, it's kind of just... And that's a minute. Ooh, nice well, done. Done. well done. Well done. Now it's like in my dreams. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a new topic for Pat. I don't want to start. <laughs> you will start. Uh, and you will start and tell us everything you know on the topic. Why elevators have the worst interfaces. 60 seconds starting now. Elevators have the worst interfaces because so many of them are different. In the elevator at work, we have buttons on the inside of the elevator. Um, deviation. Uh, could you explain that, James? I've been to his work, and the buttons are on the outside of the elevators, not on the inside. That's not deviation. It's just yes, it is deviation from reality. <laughs> well, yeah, that's a deviation. That's just lying. Yeah, but that's <laughs> when, so lying is a deviation from the truth. Lying, <laughs> lying is sort of devious. I, I deviation. grant you that. Would it, would it, would so it have been possible for any of the other contestants to, to buzz uh, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I grant you that. So, um, I'm James? challenging because of... Pettiness? <laughs> Just pure, puerile pettiness? I give the point to James and I give the subject to uh, James uh, and you're all encouraged to take it away from him uh, when he explores the, this topic, which is why elevators have the worst interfaces for 47 seconds starting now. The elevators at Pear's work are some of the most scary elevators I've ever encountered because the buttons are on the outside of the elevator, not on the inside. So you have to... No, I'm actually completely wrong. You are correct, James, but... Mm. Why, I, don't I don't know, know why, why. You, why you stopped. I don't know why I stopped, because I, <laughs> I basically just got lost in the elevator. The elevator really scares me. I've realised that the elevator, I, I want to bring it up, it scares me more than doing this show. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was nervous about the show until we started talking about we, your elevators. We have actually talked about doing a special episode about those elevators. Yeah, oh. yeah. they're horrific. That's, mm. Yes, that's. So I think the challenge was from Leona. Yeah, it was. Yes, and I give you the point, and yes. I give you the topic. Thank Why you. elevators have the worst interfaces. 35 seconds starting now. I mean, those elevators with the buttons on the outside, how did they think? I mean, what did... <laughs> Damn it, this is so hard. The, the horse... James? No, it was. Oh, that's the dog. I'm sorry. <laughs> I the, cow. the dog. I have and so much to say, but when it's like this under the pressure of the time, it's so hard. It is. It's <laughs> and, these <laughs> and these elevators are really you'll scary. Yoma yeah, is so happy right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so Jane has the topic why elevators have the worst interfaces, and you have 20 sec 27 seconds starting now. The reason why. I think elevators have the worst interfaces is a theory that I am going to invent right now as I speak. The only job in recent memory that has been made completely obsolete is that of the elevator operator. So until recently, elevators were... were, uh, were <laughs> Lena was first. Challenge? Yes. All and, right. And I the will. challenge was... 
The challenge was uh, hesitation. Hesitation, that's mm. <sighs> quite correct. So a point for you, and you have the topic back, and oh, you have four seconds. Like I wanted to know more about <laughs> the, 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 in the elevator the theory, the history the elevator of it. theory, oh. that would be fascinating for, <laughs> no, for the next UX podcast show. You should really do that. Mm. Like you said, so. Liana, the topic, why elevators have the worst interfaces, four seconds starting now. When I worked at a bank, they had these buttons on the outside of the elevator, and you couldn't... Congratulations. <laughs> yes. Well done. Do <laughs> well so I get to start now? You get to start now, okay. and, and you will have... You will have... <laughs> Everyone's hands. Just, <laughs> that was really scary. <laughs> you will start now, and suddenly there was three arms just went flying towards the buzzers, ready <laughs> to kind of interrupt me. We will now move into definitely Swedish territory. Oh. So the subject you will speak about is the mean developers tricked me into trying to order DevOps at the Turkish restaurant. <laughs> One minute starting now. As I've already shown to you all or told you all in this podcast is I love to eat things more than once. So the nasty developers, when they tricked me into ordering DevOps at the restaurant, I just wolfed them down. They went down one after one after one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are not. Repetition of one after one after two. Repetition of down. Scorebook example. I repeated about the same sentence five times. There we go. So It wasn't a DevOps you ate. It was a sysadmin. Get it right. So you have the topic. The mean developers tricked me into trying to order DevOps at the Turkish restaurant. 42 seconds starting now. Yeah, they, they told me that they were great, but when I got them, they looked like poo, and I didn't know what to do with them except sending them back to the kitchen because it's typical developers to trick <laughs> people like this. Why did I? Uh, no, that was an incorrect. I, an incorrect challenge yeah. from Jane. Yeah. Thank you. Which means that Leanna gets a point. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. I did just you, did you buzz because you thought, because it was on the card, but you forgot it was on the card, was that? No, you thought no. developers. Developers. I thought yeah. developers, yeah. Oh. Yes. Yeah. So, so sorry. Just it's handing it's out it's points, it's just like I spoil mm. my dog mm. with these treats. <laughs> Spoiling you. We all. love you for that. Liana, back to you. Topic: yeah. The mean developers tricked me into trying to order DevOps at the Turkish restaurant. Twenty-seven seconds starting now. But I got this feeling that all developers are evil because they always do this to me. And then I thought about maybe it's because I'm a woman, and all of the developers in my team are men, and I didn't know. <laughs> Oh, now I did it as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you just what did that because she's a woman. Uh-huh. <laughs> You're well, sexist, is huh? the, is We should have some privileges, right? Is, right? The, is developers in the subject? It is. Yes. Yeah. It is. <sighs> the, the mean developers tricked me into okay. trying to order DevOps. Thank you, the mean, the mean The mean Jonas developers are really tricking us and in so, this oh. item. So oh, the mean Jonas another so point. Mm-hmm. Then Leanna gets another point, and you get to continue your this fascinating exploration story. of... The gender inequality uh, at the Turkish restaurant (laughs) and mean developers (laughs) for 15 seconds starting now. Well, but since they are my crew and I'm their boss, I told them that they could eat it because they ordered it through me. But... Well, it was a a hesitating stumble. Kind of. Uh, It was sort of a hesitating stumble, yes. All right. Uh, Let it go. And Liana has profited a lot from (laughs) that. Come on. I I give the point to James and I give you the subject back. Uh, The mean developers tricked me into trying to order DevOps at the Turkish restaurant for five seconds starting now. 
when Lena couldn't decide what to do with the DevOps that she got at the restaurant that looked like poo, I ate them. <laughs> good. Oh. Very good. I ate them. <laughs> That's not good enough. <laughs> Spat them out as well, but... And the subject for you will be... Another one. <laughs> <laughs> Drum roll. No. Uh, hesitation. Yeah, that's some sort of hesitation. <laughs> yeah, yes. I will grant you one point each for my hesitation. So zero points. Write it down. Yes. Yes. Well, he has it in his head. I mean, does he know? Actually, yes. One. There we Easy. go. One he did as well. I was yes. just joking. No. <laughs> uh, You're just psyching me now. No, no, no. no, 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 no that's how I do uh, So, <laughs> why I always conduct UX research in a tuxedo. One minute starting now. I always wear a tuxedo at work because this is the only way to get male men to listen to me. <laughs> Hesitation. I just switched to bird. I, I, <laughs> I, I'll agree. A uh, bit of uh, hesitation there. Isn't so. there such a thing as male men? Come on. <laughs> well, look there around. They look around. Male. <laughs> and see if oh, you can find them. Male men. <laughs> uh, Jane, uh, 51 seconds. Why I always conduct UX research in a tuxedo. 51 seconds, starting now. Now I realize that Jonas was going for a pun on the word tuxedo, but I'm going to pick up where Lena left off, where I take it very literally and describe my work as doing UX research, always wearing an extremely formal tuxedo. I prefer to wear what's called a morning suit, which is more like the kind that... Lena, challenge. Hesitation. Yes, I'll give that back to you. So you're on even I hope everybody now. knows what a morning suit is, though. <laughs> no. And I have a bad story about I, a I know what a birthday suit is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, true. So you get... You get uh, it doesn't sound very gender equal. No, that doesn't. You get a topic well, a birthday back. Suit. Why yeah. I always conduct UX research in a tuxedo? 25 seconds starting now. Because of the tuxedo, I get listened to from the men in my audience. And otherwise, they just look at my boobs and that makes me angry. And also, I want them to listen to what I say, not to what I do and how I move. And I can't do this. <laughs> this is hard. Hesitation. Oh, yes. sure. It's um, your point. A bit ping pong here between <laughs> Jane and Lena. Hesitation, ping pong. Point to Jane, and you have six seconds to continue the story Ooh. about why I always... I was so impressed by Jane still, so I couldn't... Why really I always conduct focus. UX research in a tuxedo. Six seconds starting now. I wear this tuxedo in solidarity with Lena because we seem to have successfully kept this topic away from the men. Oh. <laughs> You well did. Done. Brilliant. <laughs> yes. High Girl five, show. you two. Good. Well Girl done. power. Well done. Let's so. keep that up. Yeah. yeah. Let's keep that up. We can do this. Yeah. Yep. Let's shut them up. Packed. Excellent. They've gone really competitive again. Uh, no, absolutely. just against you. Yes, <laughs> okay. yes I It's vindictive. I, think we, I hope we, I hope we have time for another we're round. We're collaborative. So, yeah. This <gasps> is Maybe. Eight, eight rounds. We've had eight rounds. Oh. Now we're in the ninth round. So, oh. so. so it's all to play for, maybe. So it's like baseball. Yes. Oh, my God. Jane, you get mm. to speak one minute about how the victorious skeomorphic uprising will crush the tyranny of flat design. One minute, starting now. 
As a former archaeologist, I actually have a pretty extensive understanding of skeuomorphic design going back to at least the Viking and pre-modern ages. The original skeuomorphic design uh, that I'm familiar with comes from metal work from the... Yeah. <laughs> Repetition of from and hesitation. Yes, uh, a bit of devi de deviation too. It is not it? deviation! I... I, I it's I, no, it's not deviation. It's a tricky subject. So, 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 so Lena, no, uh, I was just wondering about the up, when the uprising would come. We sort of went back. I was going toward <laughs> the Vikings. I, I would actually request a repetition of the subject because this flew over my head. <laughs> when yes. the victorious geomorphic yes, revolution will crush the, the tyranny of flat design. I'm impressed. Oh you remember the entire wow. thing. Very, very good. You should. Uh, I think the only thing was how the victorious skeuomorphic oh, rising will crush the tyranny of flat design. Um, <laughs> yes, uh, the point was Lena's, yes, and you have the subject for 36. I was going to tell you all about Hiberno-Norse metalwork. Well, well, I ignored your hesitations. For like three hesitations I ignored because I wanted to listen to no, it. I can tell you all about so now kind we got of elevators. You, so so kind short. of you, James. We got tuxedo, we got tuxedo really, types. Really the Christmas We've got, spirit. Uh, Hiberno-Norse. now it's I'm sorry, it's Lena's <laughs> turn, 36 seconds. How the victorious skeuomorphic uprising will crush the tyranny of flat, flat design. 36 seconds starting now. Well, since I call myself a humanist, I believe in the human nature of people. I can't see another way than that the flat design will de vanish. Damn. Damn. <clears throat> Hesitation. I think we can agree on that, yeah. yes. So sure. uh, 24 seconds for the subject. Right. How the victorious skeuomorphic uprising will crush the tyranny of flat design. Starting now. The tyranny of flat design, you have to be aware, is something that is widespread across the industry. People are now not finding the buttons. They're not finding. <laughs> Lena is very quick there. Your challenge is? It was a hesitation. It was a hesitation, mm -hmm. definitely. Eleven seconds. How mm. the victorious skeuomorphic uprising will crush the tyranny of flat design. Eleven seconds, starting now. The flat design trend, it can't continue because people, they need to find their buttons, they need to find their login. Damn. Yes. Uh, it's please, uh, challenge, Jane. Yeah. yeah. So it's okay. We kept it away from. Yeah, yeah, we your did. challenge find. was. Yeah, repetition of find. Mm. Yes, At least it goes for you. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's well listened. Yes. Correct. Yeah, we just Jane, have to beat the men. It's fine. Point. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jesus. So you Jesus? have you have you have to delve now into the history of Vikings, etc., etc., and you have exactly three seconds for how the victorious skeuomorphic uprising will crush the tyranny of flat design. Starting now. My favorite skeuomorph comes from around the 11th century. It is a piece of metalwork. Good. We're being absolutely crushed, James. <laughs> I think it's the we vodka. Are. Yeah. <laughs> well, you have. Oops, but it hasn't helped. <laughs> well, Pat, it, it's your subject now, and if you can keep that for an entire minute, you will get <coughs> not just one; you will get two extra points. <laughs> so we keep it for one minute. One more round. Cool. Come on, Pat. Let's take this one. Yeah, let's take him down. <laughs> I don't like how this is turning. support here. It's gone from being competitive to being like vindictive. Yeah. So, well, actually, Jane did warn us in the beginning. 
topic. I swear, Your Honor, it was a voice UI of the self-driving car that made me crash the ULS store window. One minute starting now. Well, the AI design, you have to remember, in these cars means that we have to make decisions all the time. But the thing is... Hesitation. I oh. think that was a little harsh. Yeah. I think I will be um, sort of... <laughs> the, audience <laughs> seem to, the audience seem to agree with you. Yes. Uh, the men will have the chance now. <laughs> so he's no, joining two in. Teams. <laughs> I'll, give, I'll, give the point, I'll give the point to Per, and you continue with the subject. I swear, Your Honor, it was the voice UI of the self-driving car that made me crash the jeweler's store window. 49 seconds starting now. I swear, Your Honor, I always listen to the voices in my head because that's the only way I get the correct decisions made. What I do is I... <laughs> As, that's a dog. I, I, now I, that was I, hesitation. And... and Jane, your, his, your, your challenge? Your challenge, exactly, Jane? Okay. Uh, um, it was a hesitation. I agree with that. So it was a complete point. Collapse. And you, you get a, your take on the subject. I swear, Your Honor, it was the voice UI of the self-driving car that made me crash the ULS store window. 36, 36 seconds starting now. I swear, Your Honor, it was the voice of the self-driving AI car that made me crash the jeweler's store window. Specifically, it was the voice of Elon Musk, and he was shouting, Add more poor people! Put them in the fire! And I was merely listening to orders. But then I decided that I didn't want to listen to the devious billionaire, and I chose instead to drive the car through the jewelry store window so that I could steal the jewelry and give it to the very impoverished humans. Yes. That was we brilliant. Had, we had it. <laughs> yes. Excellent. I guess when I start ranting about Elon Musk, I can just uh, keep going. Yes. Uh, just we, just, give me, we just warmed just up with kind of prompt like me with prompt me with billionaires, and then I get going. Dear it was Santa. a slight deviation from almost everybody since you, Dear you, Santa, you fire them all went into for the sun. AI instead of UI, but I. I Will not uh, be a spoiler. Well, it's not our fault that you can't say things properly. <laughs> Actually, I, I didn't hear jewelry. I heard Yuletide store. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yes. I would actually steal all the Christmas decorations and give them to the poor. It was a store and you were in court. That's the name. <laughs> uh, well, uh, we'll do two more. So we'll have, we'll have, we've done 12, so we'll have three complete rounds. James, <laughs> this is fun. how I taught. Donald Norman, how to spell affordances. One minute, starting now. I couldn't afford to teach Donald. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> that was no, hesitation. I, I was, that was a challenge deviation. from Jane, and it's a hesitation. And it was everything. I think that's right. So you get the subject. Uh, how Who run I, the world? How I taught <laughs> Donald Norman how to spell affordances. 54 seconds now. It was the day that I taught Donald Norman how to spell affordances. What I did was I started by showing him a door handle, a ball, a button, a hammer, a screwdriver, and all sorts of other things, and asked him to think about spelling because I <laughs> lost it. 
And I think Lena. Hesitation. Hesitation. Your yes. honor. Uh, that's very, very <laughs> correct. Come on, I'm going to a new pair of shoes. And 30, 30 seconds. <laughs> Just how I taught Donald yes. Norman how to spell affordances. <laughs> 30 seconds, Lena, starting now. As a language consultant, I always approach men that can't spell with a, a lighter dress on, uh, since they always listen when I carry this. Oh, no. A repetition of always. Oh, I thought I had yes. three seconds, uh, but it was more than that. Right. Damn it. Point to Jane, and you have 18 seconds to continue your story about how you taught Donald Norman how to spell affordances starting now. When I taught Donald Norman how to spell affordances, he was sitting there with this pile of tools that helped him understand how they were used. However, much like Lena, approaching men who don't know something is an extremely sensitive subject, as it's very common that they... She's doing it again. One minute. One minute. She's the master. <laughs> Thank you very much for this uh, subject. Yes, we'll have the last one. And it's a subject for Lena to start with. Yes. All right. <clears throat> the topic here is why I always hand wring my wireframes from old surplus Soviet barbed wire. Oh my god, can I see that in writing? <laughs> <laughs> I will there we go, he actually is showing it in writing. Why now. I always what? Why yeah, I always hand wring my wire frames. Oh, that's when you twist the wire. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Shh, giving things away. <laughs> I think the listeners need to know as well. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We'll provide the topics in the show notes. <laughs> yes. Old surplus so Soviet barbed wire. One minute, Lena, starting now. Well, as my heritage is Ukrainian, my grandmother was from there. She showed me how I should handwire these things when I was a child. And I always bring them with me, even when I just go on short trips. And I twist them uh, like... <laughs> Per was first hesitation. Hesitation. You got it. Yes. Point for Per, and you. The subject. It is was a tricky yours. subject. Yes, indeed. it was. It's the final one, so this is the most tortuous one. We'll torture you with <laughs> barbed you. wire, well, old rusty barbed wire. Per, um, why I always hand wring my wire frames from old surplus Soviet barbed wire. Forty-one seconds going now. I always hand-wring my wireframes from old surplus Soviet barbed wire because uh, you have to use what's available and you have to reuse and you have to make sure... <laughs> Why do I always do that? <laughs> Mic drop! <laughs> Mic drop! Repetition uh, of you have to. Uh, yes, a challenge from Jane there, the dog. And <laughs> you, can you can speak about it with your psychologist I, I later. Like, was that comma, I'm the dog? I, I'm <laughs> unclear, unclear. <laughs> so... <laughs> going to eat one of my lamp treats. So. Yes. Uh, Look at her tail wagging. <laughs> you have the subject. You have 30 seconds. Why I always hand wring my wireframes from old surplus Soviet barbed wire. 30 seconds to go from now. The reason I always hand wring my wireframes from old Soviet surplus barbed wire is a little bit interesting. But what is more useful to talk about is why the barbed wire was a surplus in the first place. I would like to explain that until quite recently, there was an oversupply of barbed wire, and it was given to lowly... Uh, 
James, challenge? Hesitation. That was not hesitation. That was a bit of hesitation. <laughs> so a there's a point, point for James. <laughs> yeah, <I was> <laughs> deviation, said the audience. <laughs> yes, I'm not sure about that, but I, I accept hesitation as the cause here. Uh, I was so going to wrap billionaires in it and fire <laughs> them into the sun. <laughs> <laughs> so you have your you have, we have topic. a movie plot. <laughs> Jane. James, please explain to us why you always hand wring your wireframes from old surplus Soviet barbed wire, and you have two seconds starting now. Because I love the feeling of barbed wire. Deviation. It's not about feelings. Uh, you haven't even been told to. You haven't been given the <laughs> challenge yet. Jonas. I. I don't think that was very deviate. What's much I mean, of deviation? I think being covered in barbed wire might be like enjoying being covered in barbed wire might be classified as deviant. That's <laughs> deviant. So that depends on sort of the um, adding to my subject to talk to you about self mortification <coughs> and my favorite. Scene, no, the point Matt is Talbot, James's of alcoholics. The point is James's, and you have half a second to explore the topic. Oh, wow. <laughs> this topic of why you always hand ring your wireframes from old surplus Soviet barbed wire starting now. My wireframes are covered in barbed wire. Yes. <laughs> Congratulations, everyone. You made it. Maladzi. Very, very good. So you're all eager now, of course, to. Uh, find a score oh, and yes yes and i must say that i can do you uh, have to do you have some time now to add it all up uh not really no uh, is it uh, that clear a winner oh uh, well it's let me say that um well it was your idea uh, James. <laughs> i've lost haven't i i've come last um, this is all your fault no? it's my fault uh, let's see here let's see <laughs> no i've well, you're doing this in reverse order go on do it in reverse order <laughs> on a brilliant fourth place is Pat. And very close to that, on an even more brilliant third place, is James. Oh. Yes, we did it! <laughs> <laughs> and uh, despite having the disadvantage of this not being her mother tongue, uh, Lena is second what with up? 14 points. Yay. And uh, with the stable sort of position in the top with 19 points is Jane today's winner excellent work everyone and girls versus boys then yeah thank you so much for listening everyone who's listening to this uh, I hope you had as fun as we had and thank I you. hope we will do this again next year come back and listen then to the special UX podcast edition of Just a UX Minute. Thank you very much and goodbye. Thank you. Thank you. Give it up for you, Nas, our host.
Knock, knock. Who's there? Anna. Anna who? Anna Partridge in a pear tree.